Welcome back, imposters. We are here again, another week with us. Lucky you, lucky us. And we're just here to check in, to chat. We don't have a guest today. We don't even really have much of an agenda. Uh, so let's just dive right in. I have been on PTO uh, for uh, this whole week. So that's been lovely. Um, and I'm feeling very disconnected from work and from code and from computers in general. And that has been, I think, a much needed break in my life. No more stress dreams. I haven't had any more basketball dreams or stress dreams in general. Have you played any basketball since? I have not played any basketball um, this week or I think in the last 10 years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, sometimes you need to do a little bit of like exposure therapy. So I just wanted to see if you had engaged in that. I hadn't. Um, it, that was not recommended by my therapist. Um, <laughs> so I did not, I did not go out of my way, uh, to, to partake in, um, some hoops as, uh, as they call it. Um, yeah, they all call it hoops for sure. <laughs> That's what yeah. they call it. Um, <laughs> I, oh, did, did your therapist, um, come to the same conclusion that I did in analyzing your dream? Uh, no, cause I didn't tell her about my dream. Okay. Um, okay. but she also did not prescribe me, uh, basketball, basketball for lessons. any other of my, my mental maladies, if you will. That's so odd because I feel like that's basketball is often on the RX pad of therapists. <laughs> 30 milligrams of basketball every morning. And I have not had an anxious thought in days. If only, if only it were that easy, I would install a hoop in my apartment and I would be hooping all day. Honestly, you should, we should try hooping someday, a little bit of horse. It, I think it does relieve it. It's, it's pretty fun. Horse. <laughs> when was the last time you played horse? Honestly, not that, like, not as long as you would think. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I've been around a hoop recently, but mm -hmm. I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, I have engaged in some pickleball. My mom, shout out to my mom, has dove headfirst into pursuing uh, uh, a career, uh, a later in life professional pickleball career. Not professional, but I think she's on the track. And um, wow, I didn't even know that was a professional sport. Um, I don't know either. But <laughs> if there were to be a professional side of the sport, she would be definitely going in that direction. Um, so I've been on a court of sorts, but not a basketball one. Anyway, so Monica, it's your last week coming up. I feel like we didn't- It's my last week coming up. I feel like we didn't quite, like, uh, my leaving headspace was super unceremonious, I feel. Like, I just mm -hmm. feel like I left in the dark of night and no one noticed or cared. Um so I think it's going to be a little I cared. <laughs> you cared. I cared so much that I followed you right out of there. <laughs> uh, that's so sweet. Um, 
but yeah, so like, I think for you, you're a little closer to your team and manager. Um, so how are you planning on leaving? Like, you know, sometimes it's like awkward to leave that, that email, that all company email, like it's been a lovely five years, everyone that you send the whole email and then everyone responds gonna miss you Monica yeah you do see to foresee yourself uh sending one of those I don't I don't (laughs) no I don't see myself sending one of those um first a few reasons I sent one when I left my last job um and it felt a little like anticlimactic a little self-indulgent I've had I've had already had like conversations with some people outside my team who I wanted to give a heads up and then turn in my computer and the like thousand of Android devices that I've been hoarding for the past five years, several of which haven't turned on for the last three years. That's honestly the part that I have like the hardest. Turning, not- in, turning in those dead Android devices? Not, not all the Android, just like the very, um, that sort of like the final, it feels like the final like tie that I'm cutting is like giving back my computer where I do all my work and my little Huawei device where I find all my bugs. Um, and, and then of course, what comes after that, it, you know, where I'm like erased from Slack and like erased from Gmail uh, and like kicked off of the GitHub. I don't think it's going to feel real for me, even though I'm in the process of like saying goodbyes and like writing an offboarding doc um, for my team. I don't think it's going to feel real until I like hand over my computer and have to oh. face the music of setting up a brand new computer. <laughs> in the following weeks, which is like my least favorite task in the world. Yeah. You're going to have to set up two computers because you're going to have to set up your laptop and your IMAX. You're going to have to do it twice. So maybe you'll learn. I know. First. As long as I just have something that I can like copy paste and transfer to the other machine, like that's fine. What's tough is when like I have to turn in one computer that has all my everything already set up and then do it from like panicked memory but you know what getting a new email is good for Mm, not getting all the spam that I currently get to my headspace email well that and also you can use it to sign up for (gasps) oh I can sign up for free trials again free trials oh my gosh and (gasps) discount code I should make a list that's exciting oh my god what a treat have you have you have you done that yet I've used it for a few like like shopping like codes like first mm-hmm. time first time purchase 15 yeah. off stuff um but not that much but I see what you're saying like this random man showed up at my apartment on my last day and I just handed him my stuff so super anticlimactic yeah. and not emotional at all but if I had to go into the office and drop it off and like see it for the first time in a year and a half I think that yeah would, that would be sad but like it's just weird on your last day because you're sitting here by yourself. And at a certain point, you're like, okay, I know I'm not doing any work. Like, I'm just kind of sitting here saying goodbye. I also found myself like avoiding. I had I reached out one on one to people that I wanted to tell. But also you kind of forget people like some people I haven't worked with for the past year. So you kind of forget. And like, 
Yeah. I'll fall through the cracks. And then someone like, yeah, let's have a catch up. Like I want to talk to you, but then I'd be like, Oh, I don't really want to have this catch up. It's going to make me sad. Like I'd rather just avoid it and not like cry on another zoom. So I found myself yeah. avoiding a lot of personal goodbyes. So if I did that to you, don't take it personally. I just couldn't handle it. Um, but turning everything in is, is tough, but also a clean slate. Yeah. I guess the one pro that I just realized to like sending your own, did you send a goodbye email? No, but sent on your behalf. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the managers at Headspace will send out one on your behalf. Like I'm sure your manager will do that. And then people respond to that. And then you can respond to that being like, it was the pleasure of my lifetime. (laughs) This has been highlight of my career which to be honest it has been that is not a lie because it's been the only it has been my career up until (laughs) up until this point unless you count my days of swinging uh, or slinging um internet coupons via living social rip now under the auspices of groupon that is how i that is ideally how i would like to go out is have an email sent on my behalf and then i can follow up and say, um, you know, namaste, peace and blessings. Here's my Gmail. Mm -hmm. Um, if you message me on LinkedIn, it might be like a two to three week (laughs) time. (laughs) Totally. Totally. I met with a couple of women engineers at square Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, guys, I actually referred someone that I worked with, like a a gal I worked with at Headspace and she's coming. And they were like, you got someone referred and hired. Oh my God. Like I've referred so many people and none of them have been hired. And I was like, yeah, oh my gosh. So you should feel very special, Monica, because apparently apparently it's, it's not that easy to just be referred. You don't just get hired when you're referred. So that should be a feather in your cap. That is, thank you for sharing. That is um, morale boosting to hear as I, you know, sit here for a week, not working and worrying that my brain is turning to mush. Don't worry. Um, I had a guy literally say to me last week, <laughs> like, hey, yeah, don't worry. You know, it took me basically a whole year to get used to how things are done here development wise. I was like, okay, great. like I've got plenty of time I don't need to hold myself to a standard I've been struggling with um when the appropriate time to ask for help is being that I'm let's dive into that because I think that this is actually a struggle that a lot of people have um in any sort of career yeah and I'm kind of realizing that like being averse to asking for help like so okay I think it changes as you progress in your career. When I was younger, mm-hmm. right? Starting out, I was like, obviously felt the need to prove myself. So I was like, I'm not going to ask a question until I've done 90% of the research. I'm almost there. And I've worked for a full day or two on it. And I like, know for sure, I can't answer it on my own. Then I'll ask. But the point, like, that means that I wasted now two days. Obviously yeah. you learn, obviously like part of Especially it's hard because like in the beginning, I feel like part of that struggle is how you learn. So I wouldn't necessarily say to not do that, but now I'm like, I'm not going to waste 
a day. I'm not even going to waste a couple of hours investigating and trying to find the answer, especially at a new job where someone can point me to where that is way faster. And like, if they get attitude with me saying that I, you know, like, oh, it's documented here. I'll be like, great. Thanks. Like still trying to find where all these documents are. Like, I think for some people mm-hmm. who work here, it's like, oh, obviously there's a doc for that. But I'm like, where the heck is the doc? Like there's a Jira page, yeah. there's a Notion page, there's a Confluence wiki. I'm like, where the heck is everything? So um, I had that, I had one of these instances where um, kind of what you're talking about, I was trying to reset up my iMac and like my environment was like super fucked up and it was something really random. And I was following all the instructions on our docs and everything was like breaking. I was just like, and there's a dedicated channel for mem- like developer experience to be like, Hey, I'm getting this error help. And like, it's, it's a team's job to answer those questions, which is amazing at a big oh. company. Like that's uh, like at a smaller a team for that. <laughs> at a, yeah. At smaller companies, you just have to kind of struggle through, but here it's like you either search for your issue and someone else has had that same issue or you ask yeah. and someone like quickly picks it up. So I was just like, Hey, whatever. Ruby environment's broken. I'm getting this error. And then someone jumps on it. And, um, I'm like, I was so scared to post in the channel, like, Hey, like just feeling dumb, but then you see how many people Mm -hmm. post and how common these problems are. And it's not our job to waste hours fixing stupid things like that. If someone can give me the answer really quickly. So number one, yeah, that's the biggest takeaway. Like if you know, like if, if it's going to take you a long time to figure it out and it's not um, a skill that you really care to develop, like I don't care to develop my skill, like skills in the terminal, like setting up my Ruby environment. Like I don't give a shit about that. Um, um, but then there was this other thing that happened where I was trying to add something like we have this thing called pod files and Swift where it's basically how you add like third party dependencies, but everything is like super whitelisted in square. Cause they don't want you pulling in um, other people's software without it being properly vetted. But I just had to do a spike for like, I just had to have it local just to do a little demo to see if this thing would work. And, um, and we, um, I I was like looking at docs, nothing was working and it, it boiled down to like, just didn't understand the structure of our project. Like it's very different. It's huge. Everything's in frameworks. Like it's just confusing. And I've never seen that before. So any out of the box things that I would look up online didn't apply. Like they don't apply apply, to our project. So I finally posted in another one of these like helpful channels being like, Hey, how do I do this? (laughs) And then someone responded and like responded very helpfully and like gave me tips and then asked like, did you do this? And I was like, what is that? Where is that? I don't know where that is. And like, I, I at one point I was just, I, just like, I don't know where that is. Where is it? Tell me. Like, I'm not going to pretend yeah. I know or go try to figure it out. Like, just tell me. And then at the end he responded something like, um, he gave me like a lot of helpful stuff. And then at the end he was like, that being said, like the structure is very well documented here. And I was like, oh, is that like passive aggressive him being like, it's well documented. Like you should know. I don't think it was, but it's like, you know, when you asked, I'm sure he was just providing me the documentation because clearly I didn't mm-hmm. find it, but it's yeah, a no. little cringe when you ask something and they're like, they like point you to the doc and you're like, okay, thank you. But, but I was thankful, but I also felt like, Ooh, yeah, I guess I could have fa- found that, but I actually couldn't have, like, I didn't know where that was. Yeah. It's not like that easy to search for documents, um, across platforms. So I felt a little cringe, but then I was like, whatever it's this person's job to help me. And I don't think he was actually like being passive aggressive, but a little, I felt a little awk, but it's okay. Like, yeah, the point of this is like, just 
like think about like your time is valuable. So how would you rather spend your time hours and hours and hours looking up an answer to something or like lean on your peers and get that answer faster. And then you can actually do the development work that you're paid to do. And then I think in that yeah. case, like your manager would be happier with you utilizing the resources around you, AKA people and peers that maybe know a domain area better than you. Then you know it next time and you just move it along. Like don't stay stuck forever. Cause that's what really burns you out too. Like when you're working on something annoying and you're just stuck in it and you don't have the answer and you don't know how to find it. And then it's too mm-hmm. hard to ask for help. Cause you've been stuck too long. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Don't struggle for like a day, like struggle for yeah. an hour. If you, if you really want to then reach out. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think depending on like the the scale of what it is I mean if I'm it it kind of varies it's like if there's something if there's an answer that I'm looking for that I know must exist in some doc but it's not easy I mean I know from experience with like notion it's really hard to find what I'm looking for. And I know most of the engineering documents that already exist in Notion. So even when it's like, I know the exact thing that I want, it's still hard to find. So I feel like when that's split across like Google Docs and Wiki and Notion and whatever else, and you're not 100% sure what you're looking for, but you know that there is something there, um, I would probably not waste any time. And I would just ask someone right away, like, Hey, I can't find the documentation for X, Y, Z. Can you point me in the right direction? And then cross my fingers that they just like send me a link. Um, If it's something more nuanced, like I'm working, I'm getting like a weird error, um, especially if it's like a new like service that I'm working with, um, I'll probably spend a little bit more time debugging and troubleshooting it on my end just to rule out like some basic dumb dumb things that I would have done like last time we recorded I talked about how I had like set my device time a day in the future and so like none of the authentication calls that I was trying to make were working or you know like make sure that I it's not an airplane mode um or rule out any other sort of like weird um me problems uh and and then I would probably ask uh for assistance but yeah otherwise like I because I and I've gone down like deep deep rabbit holes with this stuff before um and sometimes it's because there's no other option because I've all I've like at Husbands I've always been on such a small team that a lot of times I'm working on something that like no, literally no one else does have an answer to, or like maybe there's one person who might know, but they're on PTO for the next two weeks. And so you are kind of like stuck figuring it out. And even in those situations, I would usually just tell my team like, Hey, I'm blocked on this thing. I've tried X, Y, Z. Um, And I need to wait until either so-and-so gets back or I have a wave of inspiration or the um, issue, like the GitHub issue that I posted on this, like, 
uh, open source project gets resolved. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going to like move on to this other thing because yeah, like you said, Taylor, just sticking on, um, one issue and not making any progress and just feeling like you're going in circles and like reading the same docs and blogs and stack overflow posts. It makes you feel like a fucking crazy person. Yeah. And then you're like, why do I do this job? It sucks. Yeah. And then it gets into like, it becomes like a very dark spiral and sort of feedback loop. And you're like, I'm not capable of this. Anyone else, you know, um, would have had this figured out by now. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not qualified. And that's just, then once you're there, once you're in that space, you're not going to get any work done. So at that point, I would say, you know, close your computer and go take a walk. Yeah. Pet your dog, your cat, um, meditate, heard of it. Um, something like that. But yeah, I, I think like, I don't know. It's, I just find it funny. I'm noticing in myself that I've like changed so much on this. I used to be really annoyed at headspace when teammates would ask questions that was clearly in the doc for the project we were working on. And I would be like, why aren't you just reading? Why are you wasting my time? Because I'm like, I'm reading, I'm reading it. Like, why can't you read it? This is a little different. It's not like there's a project that I'm working on where Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just choosing to not read it. But I think like being a developer is just so isolating, especially in these times. So like, Mm -hmm. Any time that you can just like reach out and lean on your team, I feel like makes the job a little bit better. It can be so just like soul sucking sitting here all day long by yourself, trying to figure things out by yourself. Um, and that yeah. little, like a little interaction is nice. And maybe I've changed my tune because now we're remote. And like when I was in the office, I was like, don't talk to me. Um, I'm busy. But here I'm like, hello, is anyone there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe it comes with me too. Like, I think, I think part of that for me was like, oh, how dare that person ask the question? Why didn't they do all their homework? Cause I knew myself, like I do all my homework just like in an effort to prove myself. I like read everything and make sure I have everything and have turned every stone before I ask question. But like, I don't need to do mm-hmm. that. I don't need to do that. So I would like resent other people who clearly didn't feel the need to do that. Um, but I think now that I'm more comfortable in my own skin and abilities, it's like, asking a question doesn't say anything about, uh, my skills. It's like, I actually have, I've developed the skill to know when to, when to ask someone. Um, it's not like an failure. It's like, just, uh, this is gonna help me do my job faster. Boom. What's the answer. Okay. Moving on, leave it behind. So. And I think also when you have that sort of like you know, awareness and compassion for yourself when you realize you have to ask a question and for other people and they come to you asking a question, then you're much less likely to internalize or overanalyze when someone says, by the way, everything's documented here, you know? Um, You're not looking for those time, those, those, like that reinforcement of like, mm -hmm you're a dumb idiot. <laughs> also, I, I had a check-in. I actually have two funny manager stories. So my manager in our check-in was like, Hey, just so you know, like 
I did listen to one of your pod when she started saying this, I was like, Oh my God, did I say something like the way she was bringing it up? She was like, before I forget, I've been meaning to tell you. And I was like, ah, what did I do? <laughs> she was like, she was just like, I, um, I listened to one of your episodes because like the recruiting team told me like, I got a shout out. So I listened to it and it was great, but like, I'm not listening to them. So like, I want you to have your own space oh, okay. to like, to like have your own podcast, you know, have your podcast, be able to talk yeah. about things and not worry about me listening. And then like, you know, catching you doing something or following up, like obviously follow the rules of like confidentiality and stuff like that. But, um, she's not listening. So party time, we can say whatever we want. <laughs> and, um, and also I was like, I was like, Hey, I have to go to the East coast for a wedding like this in this date. Um, so I'm going to, I want to take like the Thursday, Friday, Monday, sandwiching the weekend. And she was like, she was like, well, also like we have a, like a mental health day, um, that Friday before that. So if you just want to like take off that whole week, starting that Friday and then the whole week all the way until that next Monday, like you could just do that. And I was like, yeah, like I could do that. Like it's, it's and I will do that. Yeah. It's such a great example of like some managers will say, take time off, care for yourself, make sure you put yourself first. But like, it's on you to do it. Mm-hmm. But she just gave me like a concrete, like, here you go. You can do this. So it's very hard. Like, yeah. why would I say no to that? Like, I'm like, okay, yeah. you're right. That's actually a good time for a longer break. I'll have been here for three months. Like that's a pretty good time to, to have a little bit of a break. And if it's fully sanctioned and suggested by her, you'll yeah. fine taking that. Yeah. Time. So I just thought that was like a really cool. Um, I have not had that I've had obviously managers encourage me to take time off, but not in such a direct. Yeah. And logistic wise (laughs) way. Yeah. Like what, like you're already taking three days, just take two, you know, this is a given (laughs) day off. Just take two more days. Right. Right. Yeah. So woohoo party time at the end of October for me. Wait, where are you, where are you going? Another wedding on the East coast. Yeah. Um, it's like in not upstate New York, but in New York area. Okay. College friend. So Ooh. I'm going to like tack on seeing other people while I'm there. It's going to be a great time, but now I need to figure yeah. out what to do with the rest of the time. So, um, it'll be a nice Halloween vacation. Are you, do you think that you'll spend the whole time on the East coast or would you want to like come back and have just like some time to chill but not be well the like, end, chill at home staycation it's well the end of the the wedding like the wedding is a Saturday and then we're gonna stay there Sunday and Monday mm-hmm. I mean at fly back Monday so I fly back Monday at like 10 p.m and then I'm working yeah. on Tuesday so I don't have that, oh, but it's yeah. like that's the end of it it's like the weekend before that was tacked on because of got that it mental health day so it's like that yeah. Monday Tuesday that Friday through Wednesday, um, I'll have to figure something out to do. So, yeah. Um, I'm sure I can, I'm sure I can fill the time. I could just, just chill. Yeah. Like I don't have to do anything, but, um, it may be a nice time. I just love the fall. Like, uh, like I want to go somewhere and celebrate fall. That's so, a great place to do it. It's so, so pretty in like new England and no. pretty much like all down the East coast anywhere that they actually have a proper um fall season I was just in 
Maine last weekend. And I definitely wouldn't say it's fall there. Um, <laughs> but it was compared to LA, it was like a nice little chill in the morning, very mm. crisp. Um, and 10 out of 10 recommend Maine as um, a place as yeah, a place I to go. I think I have some family in Maine and Vermont and like mm-hmm. that whole area. Since my dad's from New Hampshire. Shout out dad. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out New Hampshire. <laughs> shout out New Hampshire. Um, but what was I going to say? Um, yeah. Vacation. Take it. Also like, oh, also like, you know, three weeks into a job. I feel like in, when I've started jobs in the past, I'm like, okay, I've been here for six months. Now I can take a vacation. It's like, no, like, yeah, just take a vacation. Like it's not, if, if your company, I don't know. I think there, I guess there are some maybe businesses where there's bad work-life balance and like, they really need to, oh, they're there. totally but like, yeah. if, if you, yeah, I feel like it's better to set a precedent of like, okay, taking time off rather than like, who are you proving it to? I feel like in exactly. our industry, like you're not getting brownie points for not taking vacation. You're it's just yeah. stupid. And then you burn out and then you're like, what the heck? Like, I hate my job. Yeah. And then you have to get a new one. So that's annoying. Um, but I'm so excited for you to come here. It's, it's funny. It's like interviewing and all that and starting a new job is like so exciting and stressful and like, Oh my God, huge, huge change. But then you just kind of realize that like every engineering job is like the same. Oh, this is why I brought this up about my manager, not listening. She said that mm-hmm. I was dying of laughter. We had a new guy start this week and in a meeting today, she was like, she was like, okay, like something like the weekend's almost here and then it's going to be Monday and then we're just going to do it all again. And it just never ends. It just never ends. And we just keep doing it. And I was like, welcome, welcome to the team, like <laughs> new teammate. Like I, it was just so funny. Oh my God. I can't wait to meet your manager. She <laughs> sounds just like my cup of tea. Totally my cup of tea. I just literally, that is what I think to myself every day. It's like, I just appreciate that. Yeah. Like there's no facade of like proper manager. It's like, not that she's unprofessional, but she's just like saying thoughts and she's like a real person. Like she said something about, we had like all these live streams to watch in a row one day this week. And I was just like, I was exhausted. Like they were putting me to sleep. And she literally, she wrote in the channel, like, these are making me sleepy. <laughs> like they're interesting, but I'm sleepy. I'm like, yes, me too. It's okay to be sleepy. <laughs> I, I also feel like it's a lot to take in information that way. Like, have you ever done like, I'm sure you have like a virtual conference, like WWDC when they've done like the virtual summit and like yeah. just watched back to back videos about like iOS development and like new trends. It's like, I can only absorb that sort of stuff in, in small doses. And I have to watch it and I have to like make some notes about things I want to like study later and internalize it. But if I just try to do like a dump of, especially a lot of those talks are like not super related. They're like different parts of the OS. Um, and it's so draining. And by the end of it, you're like, 
Wow, it's been three hours and I could maybe tell you two possibly inaccurate things that I remember from watching all of that content. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I have a serious attention problem. Like I we I think we all do. <laughs> I just can't, I can't listen unless I'm actively in the meeting. And Mm -hmm. someone's expecting me to talk and share my opinion. I like really, really space out. Like I, 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 I space out and I look around my apartment for anything else I could be doing. Like, I just, I can't focus. I actually just bought a book called it's over there. Uh, indistractable. Mm. It's called indistractable. It's, (laughs) it says how to control your attention and choose your life. And like, oh, I'm so- we it? love a good, a good self-help read. <laughs> it's by, uh, near a, a L, which I feel like I've heard of this person before. Um, well, oh, wait, wait. Okay. Here we go. Wait, I'm just going to read the sleeve of the in- inside cover. You sit down at your desk to work on a project with a fast approaching deadline, but a text on your phone interrupts your morning. Later, as you're about to get back to work, a colleague taps you on the shoulder to chat. At home, screens get in the way of quality time with your family. What could you accomplish if you could stay focused? What if you have the power to become indistractable? Like The yeah. thing is, like, I, I wish that there was like a text or someone tapping me on the shoulder. Like, I, I can't even keep focus when I have literally zero distractions. I like seek things out to no, distract myself. Me too. It's like almost the, um, I, I get more distracted if I have, I mean, I get more concentrated if there's stuff going on around me. Cause I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. focusing in, but if there's nothing, yeah. it makes me want to like create something. I, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Create chaos. I'll let you know how the book goes, but I, I I'm dying for, that. I want it like a full, uh, review on an upcoming episode, but I, I actually like to kind of piggyback off what you said, something that um, I find to be like super interesting and like ironic in my own sort of work life is on days when, and I'm someone, this is, I feel like a hypocrite saying this because I complain about meetings. Like probably I'm one of the people who like complains about meetings most uh, at Headspace on the engineering team. Like I'm constantly annoyed, um, about that. And, and yet I find that on days when I have a lot of meetings or maybe I have like an appointment or like some other obligations, just like the days that are busier when I have like less time to actually do my work are the days when I'm the most productive as opposed to the days when I have literally no meetings on my calendar, I'm more likely to get, let myself get like super distracted. And I think that's almost like, it reminds me a little bit of like the tortoise and the hare story where like, I feel like I have all of this time on my hands and like whatever I can get done, I can get done like really fast. And so I'm just like slacking off and slacking off and slacking off or like finding other things to do. But then all of a sudden it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I realize like, oh, I might not actually finish. Yeah. 
I had that happen to me this Monday, had like one small meeting in the morning, like a 15 minute meeting. And then I had the entire day open Mm -hmm. and can't function without any structure. Like, yeah, but then if I have like an hour long meeting in the afternoon, then it ruins my afternoon. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like really hard, but I'll let you know if I've come up with any tips, but yeah, if I have a full day, I, it's really, really hard for me to stay focused. Like so hard. That's when you got to do like the Pomodoro technique or whatever. I know I keep on meaning to try that. It just, I know I'm so resistant to things like that. Like I complain about not being productive enough and not being focused enough, but I am so resistant to those sort of like life hack, basically anything where I know there's going to be like a learning curve and it's going to create like more friction to begin with. Um, I, I've, feel like a resistance too. I'm so excited for you to start Monica. And it's like, it's good because I already know a lot of your team, so I can give you Mm -hmm. scoop on who to talk to. We love that. Love that. We love that. We can't wait. It's going to be good. I feel like I'm not nervous right now, but I, I still am like two weeks out from my over two weeks out from my start date. So I feel like probably like that weekend before is when I'm going to start getting like, Oh no, like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? I'm out of my comfort zone. Help. Yeah. I don't know how to use computers. I know. I lied my way into this interview. <laughs> I was possessed by someone who actually knows what they're doing. You know, I feel like um, I like that for a few days, but it went by, it went yeah. so fast. Like I'm really not yeah. anymore. And I think that's going to happen for you too. We're just, we know what we're doing. Like we don't, we know crazy. what we're doing. And, but, and also like, but I also am trying to be like, very like almost like give myself pep talks now and be like, you are, you know what you're doing, but you are also going to make a lot of mistakes and that's okay because everyone does. And that's, part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you learn. And that's how we learn. Um, oh, a, and, girl, a girl I talked yeah. to today said a great thing, a great pearl of wisdom. And she was like, it's not my job to know how to do everything. It's my job to figure it out. Yeah. That is so true. Um, and to circle back, sometimes that means asking someone else who already knows or um, delegating some of your responsibilities so that you can be more efficient and get things done faster. If you're like leading a project or if you have too much on your plate. Um, So never be um, a hero. Never shy. Don't be a hero. Mm -hmm. um, And don't shy away from using others as resources um, because you're going to burn out if you try to take on everything without asking for help, asking for assistance when you need it. Yeah. And the last thing your manager wants is for you to burn out and then to have to hire someone else. Cause we know how hard it is to hire engineers like ourselves and we're special and they want to protect us. Yeah. We are special as so many of my uh, recruiting messages in my LinkedIn say that I am, have had quite 
a unique career. So I'm quite cool. a, I'm quite a unique, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> um, <laughs> and with that. <laughs> and with that, it's been a pleasure. The pleasure of As my always. Time As always. With you tonight. And um, yeah, namaste, peace and blessings. Um, send me good vibes as I embark on my last, uh, last few week. days uh, at the Headspace Ranch. Next and, time we um, talk, you'll have checked out of the Headspace Ranch. Next time we talk, I will be unemployed for a week. Oh, unemployment. And I'm going to live it up. And I can't me, wait to tell you all about it. <laughs> let me know if you need some help living it up. I'll drink. Oh, it. I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just take a week off. Free PTO. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listeners, we will catch you all later. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye.